But again, Huckabee, a hot topic, and we're about to talk about music in church. Let's let Mike Huckabee lead the way on the bass. All right, that's Mike Huckabee at the Thomas Road Baptist Church playing bass guitar for the Praise and Worship Band. Is I'll Fly Away the kind of music you hear at your church, or is it Stamps Baxter, or is it the Baptist Hymnal, or is it Praise and Worship? What difference does it make? People have talked about the worship wars now for 10, 15, 20 years, but it's really music wars, according to a major article that was just written with us to talk about it is Dr. Denny Burke. He teaches New Testament and Greek here at Criswell College. And, um, folks, uh, this is going to be a chance for you to weigh in. I want you to listen to this article that was just written, and Dr. Burke's going to talk about it. And right now, go ahead and just get ready to call in over the break. The number is 800-881-9270. Do you think that the worship music style is important, or is it the lyrics are the, that are the most important? 800-881-9270. Is music enough to cause you to join a church, or is music a good enough reason to leave a church? 800-881-9270. Dr. Burke, tell us about this article that was just written uh, by Greg Gilbert and your reaction. In fact, the, the, the article is called Against music. What do you think of that? Yeah, Greg Gilbert wrote this arg- this article, and you can read it at uh, ninemarks.org if you're interested in reading it. But it's called Against Music, and he sort of calls for a moratorium on music. Uh, <laughs> he, he did it tongue-in-cheek. He was saying, you know, I think the entire evangelical world ought to put a moratorium on any kind of instrumental music and just chant psalms in their worship services for the next 10 years. He's kidding about that, but what he's really trying to get at is to say that we've put too much emphasis in our churches on the music, the style of music that's played and not the content of the gospel itself, which should be the subject of these songs. And so much so that we even have a term to call the divisions over it. It's called the worship wars, and everybody knows what that's about. But really, the worship wars, it's just like you said, um, the worship wars is really the music wars. It's not so much the content of the gospel and the thing that unites us that people are divided over. It's the musical styles. And this is a tragedy. And Greg's point in this really insightful article, once again, you should read it at ninemarks.org. His point is that we've created uh, a whole generation of anemic Christians who are spiritually dependent upon excellent music. And their well-being is totally spent on and their feeling close to God is totally dependent upon their ability to hear excellent music. All right. So what we're going to do, we're about out of time here. As we listen now to a song that everybody seems to like today, Here I Am to Worship. You hear that, folks? You have to have that to feel like you've worshipped on Sunday. That's really the question. 800-881-9270. Is it right to leave a church just because you don't like the music? We're going to talk to Dr. Burke about that when we come back, what the New Testament says about it. People are already calling. 
If you're looking for a college experience that is distinctively Christian, come to Criswell College. Contact us today for information about the upcoming term. Criswell College places a strong emphasis on the Word of God, a Christian worldview, and being an effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ. Criswell College is totally committed to the Bible as the authoritative, inspired, and inerrant Word of God to ensure that every student receives a solid biblical and doctrinal foundation. Our worldview approach to ministry prepares every Criswell College student to view each academic discipline through a Christian frame of reference and to engage our culture and the world of ideas from a Christian perspective. Along with this word and worldview emphasis, each Criswell College student gets hands-on ministry training in missions and evangelism to be an effective witness through mission trips at home and abroad. Contact Criswell College today for information about the upcoming term. Call 1-800-899-0012 or on the web go to criswell.edu. That's chriswell.edu. All right, you know that song. Perhaps you've heard it many times. Perhaps you like to sing it. Shout to the Lord. Well, what about Amazing Grace or Blessed Be the Tithe That Binds or... Um, who do you like out there? Uh, do you like uh, some old group like Whiteheart or something like that? <laughs> or are, are you, are you uh, the Statler Brothers? Or you know, what do you want? The Cathedrals? What? What's uh, what's important to you when you go to worship? And would you leave a church over music? Uh, article written by Greg Gilbert called "Against Music." Doctor Denny Burke teaches New Testament and Greek here at Criswell College. Doctor Burke. Again, your reactions to this article and to this trend of it's really music wars, not worship wars in church. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. The songs that you've played so far, the people who are on the cutting edge of the worship music uh, trend, are, those are considered old songs. They were new like five or ten years oh, ago. Yeah. They're, all, oh, yeah. they're all old now. It's, it's really hard to keep up. And that's really the whole thing. The musical styles change. And today they they change very rapidly, and that's why it's so unfortunate, I think, from a new a New Testament perspective, to define worship as if it were a synonym for music. Mm. Um, and, and that's the way that things are. A lot of times people say we go to church, we really like the worship. What they meant was we really like the music. Mm. Of course, the New Testament teaches that worship is so much more than that. It may include prayer, that. preaching. Giving. Oh, yeah. In terms of, first of all, what we do as a body when we gather corporately, the you know, Acts 2, the apostles, I mean, the, the early church were gathering together, devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to prayer Doctrine. and to fellowship. And, and it has nothing to do with music. I'm not saying that can't be a part of it. But so many times Christians think of worship solely as music, and it's just not the case. Romans 12.1. Worship is your whole Presenting life. your body, a living it's sacrifice. It's your whole life. And then there are occasions, regular occasions, where we come together to do some things corporately. But it's never synonymous with music. Well, the fact is, though, people are leaving churches over music, and they're joining churches for music. Let's talk about it with some of our callers now. Let's go to Greg on the line. Greg, thank you for holding. What's your view? Uh, <clears throat> sorry, let me let my brain catch up a little bit. Um at one point in time, you were quoting the article, and it was talking about excellence almost being as though it was a problem, um, and, and and music as though it's a problem. It, 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 it's almost the same as guns being the problem, 
there's simply a mechanism, and there's. I'm sure at Criswell, y'all, you you teach music ministry and you teach musicians that they do. What they do has power. It has an effect. Music always has. In Scripture, it it refers to it. Um, It's unlikely that we're going to sit in heaven and listen to uh, ministers preach. But there's a high. Why do you say that? that? Going to worship both with and without music. Matt Redman. One of the leaders in the cutting edge worship music um, probably experienced some of what you're talking about when, for a year at his church, they stopped playing music because he felt like it became the focal point. And they went a cappella for a year. This was at the height of his career. He's writing songs left and right. You've, you've probably worshiped to him yourself many, many times. And so, I mean, you have a viable point that, that music can become the focus, but someone's up there leading it and if music is the focus it's the focus for them that, all right thanks so much purpose of leading let's get dr burke to respond to that what do you think dr burke well i think that he's right uh, music is never an end within itself it's a means to an end when it's functioning properly in corporate gatherings of the church it's a means to an end to focus us upon the gospel and upon the person and the work of jesus if it doesn't serve that end it's a distraction that's why the, both the content and the form um, have have a, a play a part in that, and uh, the content needs to be gospel centered, Christ centered. The form needs to be something that doesn't distract people to draw attention to the leaders or anything else, but something that draws attention to Christ. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with excellence in music. It's just that that can't be the end. You know, Psalm 33 says. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. I mean, there's a command there in Scripture. Psalm 150 lists the instruments. There yeah, are many yeah. of those. Nothing wrong with excellence, but if, if if it becomes just a performance and a focal point, that's a problem. Joe on the line from Dallas. Joe, thank you for calling and holding. What's your view? Uh, well, I, I'm not real sure what my view would be. I'm you have poor, a question. You have a question. Yeah, well, I think it's, that it's critical. I, I think a lot of people have been saved or drawn into churches because of the music. Hmm. Um, I believe it's real important that you, you usher in the presence of the Lord before you come in, which uh, we try to do before we go to church in the morning. Uh, you should have your alone time, and you should get ready to worship the Lord. But when you come together, uh, you should have corporate worship. And I, I think some of the music that they're playing now is... is uh, it's just great. It gets to people that that have never been into church, and some people just think church is too stuffy. And, hey, thanks, Joe. You know, Dr. Burke, um, I'm wondering if uh, when we repeat a song for 50 or 100 years, whatever the song, whatever the style, uh, it does become uh, automatic, maybe robotic, and uh, we're comfortable with those songs. We like them. We love them, but do we really think about those lyrics every time we sing? Is part of the appeal of the new songs that Joe's talking about the fact that you're thinking about new lyrics or singing them in a new way, and actually you might be engaging the Lord through these songs? What do you think of that? Well, I, you know, one of the things about the new songs is a lot of them are uh, utilize the first person in a way that perhaps other older songs don't do. So they're they're very expressive about uh, their uh, the worshippers' affections towards the Lord. The downside to that, not all the songs, but the downside to that is is they can have less of an emphasis on gospel content, which is a 
which is a problem because the focus of our worship is Jesus. It's King Jesus and redemption and what he's done for us. And one of the great things about the old hymns is they emphasize the work of Christ in redemption and God's work in behalf of us. Where that's missing, I say worship is missing, um, no matter what you're saying in in the songs. Now, I don't I'm not discounting modern worship music at all. Um, I think there's great modern worship. I think there's great old hymns. I think there's bad old hymns, and there's bad modern worship. Uh, the worst of the modern sort of songs are the Jesus is my girlfriend songs. If you know, if you sang it somewhere else, it could be about a, a you know, a, a, a heartthrob or someone that you love that's not even Christ. You know, I think those, those are the worst of those. What about Jesus is still all right with me? Well, yeah, you know, those kind or, you know, one of my big do, house do Lord's not one of my favorite, you know, of the older ones, um, you know, so there if you want to compare these, you need to compare the best with the one group with the best with the other group. But um, it, it, the content should be content. Content is very important. Primary. Does, it, does it direct our minds, and our hearts towards God and the form? Does the form direct our minds, and our hearts towards the Lord? You know, one of the new tr- one of the new trends that uh, I have seen is taking hymns and putting them to new music, and in a sense, that makes that new. And I, I find it uh, so uh, enlightening and and really um, helpful when hymns teach you doctrine. And I think that's important to go along with the service. But let's go to uh, David in Denton. Uh, David, uh, what do you think about this whole worship war issue? Well, I pretty much agree with what's been said so far. But to me, the point is that. When people go to see a concert, it's where they lose the importance of worship, where it's not, like you're saying, it's not just music, it's not just the preaching, it's all of it together. And if the worship leader is not engaging the congregation and helping lead them in worship, and that, that's where I think it becomes a huge problem for everybody. So we don't really want a show yeah, in our worship it services. Yeah, it shouldn't be so much for entertainment value, but worship and what we're giving to God, not about what we want to sing, but what we're willing to do to present to Christ. Denny? Well, yeah, and, and I would just say, just I'm listening to the way that even we're talking about this now. So many times, even in this conversation, we've done what Greg Gilbert was pointing out. We use worship to as a music. synonym for for music. And just biblically, that just doesn't bear out. Here's a, here's a test question just for all of our listeners. We can't do this with everyone, but here's a question. Test yourself. If you had no music in your gathered assembly, could you worship? If the answer to that is no, then I would I would argue that you're not thinking biblically about what worship is. So that's really why he's calling for this moratorium. It's just to kind of help us focus on the fact yes. that worship is more than yes. music. Yes, yes. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, we're taking your calls. Ryan is in Soxie. Ryan, thanks for calling. Soxie. Hey, thank you all for taking my call, and I just really appreciate uh, everything that you've been saying so far. Uh, I'm a music pastor, and uh, one of the things that concerns me and uh, it, I think it's people don't even realize they're saying it but they'll come up to you after the service and say you know I really liked the music or I didn't like the music or I wish that we did this or I wish that we did that and and I think uh, part of the side effect of a, a consumer mentality music industry is that the music that we use in worship has become so consumer oriented that it becomes really about us when the reality of worship is that it's really about God and that we hey, Ryan, we, we have to stop there. I hate to cut you short. But we're up on a hard break. Dr. Burke, your reaction to that insight? No, I think he's absolutely right. We, uh, we're not picking 
churches or selecting what's a good and a bad church based on the doctrine preached or the message preached. But does it, you know, fit my fancy in terms of what I prefer in music? And I would just argue, biblically speaking, never let a musical style be a deal breaker for you when you're looking at a church or thinking about staying at a church. Don't ever let it be that. Let it be the gospel preached. Is this a gospel preaching church? And, you know, frankly, the last two, three churches I've been in, they don't do my particular style of church, but that's not a deal breaker for me. Dr. Denny Burke teaches New Testament and Greek here at Criswell College. In the fourth segment today, I will be speaking about three kinds of music that are allowed in church. There are only three kinds, only three kinds of music mentioned in the New Testament that can be used in church. Stay tuned for the fourth segment, and I will talk to you about those three kinds of music Once again, we're celebrating $32,000 raised for Union University. Thank you, KCBI audience. And this is Matt Redmond. 